podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Whistleblowers Daily, a brand new bite-sized show going out every weekday of the football season. Each episode will give you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each. I'm Mark Smith, alongside Martin Gritton. These are your football headlines for Monday the 8th of August. Tottenham Hotspur are top of the Premier League after the first round of fixtures following a 4-1 home win against Southampton. Spurs came from a goal down to comfortably take all three points and a place at the top of the table. Erling Haaland put a difficult community shield behind him by scoring twice on his competitive debut against West Ham and a 2-0 win for Man City. Boss Pep Guardiola says his new striker will prove the doubters wrong. New Manchester United boss Eric Ten Hag has said he was disappointed by his side's performance against Brighton and has admitted the role is a hell of a job. United lost at home 2-1 to Potter's men and were outclassed in almost all elements of the game. According to reports, however, United are exploring the signings of Marco Anatovic and Adrian Rabiot. And finally, it was a mixed bag for the newly promoted teams on the opening weekend. Bournemouth beat Villa 2-0. Fulham fought a well-deserved point against Liverpool. Not so good for Forrest, who were outplayed by a very impressive Newcastle in a 2-0 home victory. Those are your headlines. Right, Martin. Well, let's go through them, shall we? I mean, lot. Yeah. I, I love the I love the opening day of the season. You know, what I really love is the uh, the first match of the day of the season, and everything's basked in sunshine. It's it's, uh, <laughs> it's something to behold. I've got to say. What was it like as a it's player, like, first game day of the season? I mean, it's always unnervingly always baking hot. It was ridiculous, mm. and it was just ominously so because you come back after preseason, and then literally. You know the happiness of your week depends on victory or, or you know defeat. So um, yeah, if you, if you get off to a good start, it's just the best feeling in the world. Um, well, it's yeah, horrible, so, isn't uh, it? Because you, all of preseason is is full of hope, and you think, well, maybe we could go up this year, or we could stay up this year, whatever it is. You're really positive, and then within twenty minutes of the season, a lot of those fans are completely dejected for the whole season. We'll get onto that in a bit because I think United might fall into that category. But let's start with our first headline: Tottenham top of the league. Uh, Obviously, it doesn't mean anything at the moment, but much more important to get a victory uh, on that first day of the season. It just it, it must just really boost morale around the place, mustn't it? Yeah, definitely. And at, at, at home, White Hart Lane, that's some, somewhere that they can they know they can score goals. They can create a great atmosphere um, off to a flying start. And, you know, he, yeah. he strengthened the squad. And he, they're not the ones people are talking about, you know, even though that they are very much up there. And he'll like it that way, I think. Uh, also, what I've got to, I've got to say, I mean... They scored four goals at home. Neither one of them, neither one of uh, Son or Kane scored. And there's yeah. one assist between the pair of them. It's pretty ominous for the rest of the league if Spurs are scoring so freely without those two being relied upon. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's the key thing, wasn't it? Getting goals from other parts of the pitch. Um, you know, Conte's got them off the fly, so let's see. But um, I, I was more interested. I was I was in person at the second game that we've covered here um, at, at West Ham, obviously, but. Uh, getting uh, a really tough opening match against Man City and watching Haaland in the flesh. But I, I, yeah, I, let's I, talk about that. That, that. Oh, man. Yeah. Just it, terrifying. It went every way that, that, that they wanted it to go. And obviously for Haaland, it was a great start. But I mean, I do feel for West Ham somewhat. They were really severely depleted. The players that you need, yeah. Dawson, you know, those guys were in, it, out and they're not at full strength. And, you know, um, Moy said that, but, you know, the last thing you want is uh, is that sort of uh, team coming to play at home. Man City were really impressive. And then obviously Haaland, just the, the slide roll pass from... De Bruyne, and, De Bruyne, and then he, yeah. he opened his body out. It just looked like a, it was like a beast. It was like a giant on the pitch. <laughs> you know, it's like a da- it was like a dad kicking the ball in a goal against yeah. his toddler. 
And um, he just, he literally, <laughs> I, was right behind, I was right behind him as he opened up and he could have put that, he could have put it in like four or five different places. Well, what I thought was mad about that, he opened his body up so much. So it was yeah. like a parody of Thierry Henry. He, he was doing like <laughs> Thierry Henry plus 50% extra opening of the body. And I thought, well, he's not going to actually slide it into that corner because this is so obvious. But it, it's one thing knowing what he's going to do. It's another one stopping it, isn't it? Exactly. And the way, the way he's just slid it in, I mean, he, he didn't even have to put it that far in the corner. But I really was mm. up against it. You know, I mean, that was that was getting exposed on a... I mean, West Ham, listen, they, they'd, they'd slowed the game down somewhat to, when they were 1-0 down and they were like, they probably could have contained it, but there was, you know, this was Man City in full flow. Yeah, it's the hardest game of the season. It's 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 not embarrassing to lose to them. Uh, like you say, when you've got players out, um, new signings to come in, West Ham will be fine. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, just Haaland's are scary. I thought Grealish was good as well, but it's Man City. They're going to be good again this year. Let's move on to a team in Manchester that might not be so good this year. Um, that thir- third headline was about Eric Ten Hag saying it's a hell of a job. Now, he knew that, didn't he, before he came in. How much do you think he learned yesterday against Brighton at home? Mm, yeah, I, I think that's a real sobering one. It's difficult, isn't it? The preseason match friendlies that they have and flying around the world and doing it all the way that they've done it. And you're just yeah. thinking the reality of the Premier League, I mean, Brighton at home is a gizzard. We talk about Man City at home for West Ham, but actually Brighton at home, team that's going to come really organised, coming out the traps and know how to play in this league. You've got those elements of United's team that just aren't ready for the Premier League, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. think... You know the the and they've been the playing in it for a long time. That's that's not yeah, good. They're well, not ready, yeah, and they've been there for a while. Exactly. And the new centre half, you know, he was just getting bullied uh, uh, by you know just in the air, and he's quite a small guy, isn't he? So I think they were. I think they're gonna. It's gonna have to make some quick changes. If anything, it kind of it only gives him more um, freedom to make the wholesale changes that he probably needs to make. And uh, maybe. It's like you've, they've been able to paper over the cracks uh, last few seasons and this season I don't think they'll be able to do that No but the names they're talking about at the minute Grits talking about Marco Anatovic Adrian Rabiot if, they're talk- if, if they want players to come and disrupt the dressing room then yes get those players uh, but otherwise, uh, I don't know why you do it. Right, let's move on to the last uh, the last headline there. We had a, a mixed bag for the newly promoted sides. Uh, I thought Fulham were outstanding against Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool completely undercooked, but still Fulham were great. Mitrovic, you mentioned uh, Martinez there getting bullied. I thought Mitrovic bullied the entire back four of Liverpool. Yeah, I said, well, yeah, you, you talk about um, Liverpool already looking, they just look a little bit jaded, don't they? I don't know if it's a hangover from last season or the expectation weighing on the shoulders because now, it's a, you know, it, that was a tough opener because, you know, well, it should have been for Fulham, but at the same time, Fulham mm-hmm. just seemed to have got the right mindset. Maybe they bounced down and bounced back with a, a little bit more about the Mitrovic. Yeah, yeah. If he gets going and he starts confidently, because whenever he's had bad campaigns, it always seems to he get his body language. He can look a bit dejected, can't he? But this is Absolutely. a very different, very different thing. So, yeah, impressive to see. And just another underlining, you know, the Premier League at, at its best. You know, don't uh, yeah. underestimate anyone. That's that's right. Another player who came up from the championship, having scored a bag full of goals, was uh, Dominic Solanke. He uh, had another good game home to uh, Aston Villa. Bournemouth won two 0 He didn't score, didn't assist, but he played well all round. I thought Solanke and Bournemouth. Um, I mean, would you be worried about uh, Villa if you were a Villa fan at the minute? Would you be worried about Steven Gerrard? Yeah, not after one game. I mean, I think I like some of the young players, and I think that's the thing that he's tried to do. I think Bournemouth again, and a game that they probably don't want because. There's a lot of pressure. If they play bigger teams, I reckon that probably younger guys will rise to it, and we'll hopefully see that in the coming weeks. But um, yeah, back to Bournemouth. Bournemouth well organised. Interestingly, you talk about Solanke, Kiefer Moore. 
is a striker. Oh, the big lad. I, I was what I was watching him. I, I was covering Torquay, doing commentary at Torquay and Dagenham and Redbridge only a few years ago, and he was up front, and I, he was on loan to Truro before that. And the big guy, he's okay. proved himself at every single level, going up through the ranks of Wales. I couldn't be happier. And when I've seen him play, he's like very tidy, very organised, handful, as you say, but. Listen, yeah. it's uh, if I was a young lad watching football and looking at him and going in the space of five years where he's come from to what he's doing now. So uh, congratulations, Kiefer. Absolutely right. We've got 10 seconds left. Forrest lost at Newcastle. What are your take on, what's your take on that, Grits? Uh, let's see where they are after 10 games. Five seconds. Five seconds. Use it all. That's no, gone. All right, forget it. All right, look, that's it. It's a bite-sized show, as we said at the top. Uh, this is it for Whistleblowers. We'll be back same time, same place tomorrow. Until then, goodbye. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.